don't do what I do for sure, but keep your eyes open. Don't fall for their stuff because I sure did. I think this is the first time in my whole life that I've ever been suckered like that. I mean, I was like the fish. I swallowed the hook all the way down. It was lodged in there. I was giving them my driver's license. Like if they'd asked for my social security number, I'd probably given that too because I was so afraid and I was not coherent. Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. I'm really glad that you're here today. I got scammed not very long ago. Yeah, I did. And I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. I'm going to see if I can help you catch those sneaky people and not get taken advantage of online. So first, I'll tell you my story. So I have to say first, I mean, full disclaimer, and that is that I consider myself to be pretty dang good when it comes to spotting these scammy people. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good because most of the time they come through my email. And you know, it's obvious when you see the ones that say, you know, I'm a prince living in a foreign country. You just send me $50,000, I'll make you, you know, a millionaire. Those are easy. Like a delete, that's it. But it's surprising to me how creative they are when they send emails through that look so authentic. They just look so real. And you think, did I really order that? What is this invoice for $500 that I just paid? Like that's their goal is to kind of trick you and get you hooked in to, you know, whatever's on that email so that you kind of start to question like, oh, what is this parcel waiting for me at the postal service? Like I've seen it all, I think. And most of the time I'm pretty good at spotting them. I'm going to give you a big, big clue as to how you can find out if it's legit or not. And this gives it away every time. So I use Outlook as my email client, but I don't know what you all use. But for me, when I open up an email, I have on one side of Outlook is a called a preview pane. And the preview pane is where I can view the body of the email, but I can also see who it's from. And that's where you always wanna look. Always look at that from field, because in that from field, if it says like, you know, Tahoe Joe at 4922rundogbluecup.com, you know it's spam. They're just making up some random email and that's what they're doing. So one of the things that you can do that helps is whatever email client you use, A, don't click on anything in the email, don't forward the email, don't interact with the email, but what you can do, and all email service providers, they all have this feature, and that is you can mark it as spam. And then you can even block it. So when you mark that email as spam, what happens is that message gets sent back to the server where the message came from. So I don't know if y'all understand this, but I'll give you a little bit of insight. So there are 
tens and tens and tens of thousands of servers. So Microsoft has servers and Adobe has servers and Google has servers. And these servers, some servers are email servers. And that means that they will send out hundreds of thousands of emails every single day. So Constant Contact, which is an email service, you know, delivery system, a CRM we call it. So like Constant Contact or MailChimp or ActiveCampaign or, you know, whatever, you're gonna use ConvertKit. Those are all CRMs or customer relationship managers. They're basically a way that you're able to kind of, you know, email and keep contact and get some details about the people that you're interacting with. So all of these services send out their emails in huge, big chunks at a time. So if I'm getting spam mail from the prince of whatever foreign country that I never knew about, never even heard of this country, <laughs> probably not even real, but if I'm getting those kinds of emails, then I can mark that as spam. And what happens is that spam flag goes back to that server that sent out those emails and it lets the server know that was not a legitimate email. And what happens is they get blocked. So basically the server says, you can't send any more email, Mr. Tommy Joe at Blue Cup, whatever, whatever. They block them. Well, that doesn't necessarily stop them because then they just go have another crazy email address and they do the same thing. But maybe my email won't be on their next list. So I mark them as spam and I block them at the same time. So back to my story. I'm usually pretty good at spotting them in email. I'm pretty good at that because I always look, what email is it from? That tells me and will tell you whether it's spam or not, okay? So that's how you kind of protect yourself in email. But oh, where I got taken advantage of was on Facebook of all places. And I know better. I just got caught up in the moment and that's what they're looking for. So I'm gonna tell you what happened and you all are gonna be like, are you kidding me? You fell for that? I don't know what happened. I have no excuses except maybe it was like a quote blonde moment. Don't hate me if you're blonde. I have someone that works for me and she's blonde and she's like, she hates it when we make blonde jokes. So here's what happened. So it was a Monday morning and I woke up to a message on Facebook Messenger and the message said, your page has been shut down for violation of community standards. I'm like, oh no, what happened? I don't put anything bad on there. I don't know what happened. Like what is going on? And so I instantly, without thinking, I clicked the link because it said it was from Facebook. It said, you violated our community standards. It looked so legit. So I clicked the link. And it said, I know, look, I don't even really want to tell you this. I literally, like my stomach is getting a little nauseous about now because I'm thinking, why am I being so honest with you? I don't know. I'm just crazy. So the link in there, click it, and it says, we need you to confirm your identity. Yeah. Yep. I did it. They wanted my driver's license. So I pulled out my driver's license held it in front of it, said, take a picture. I'm like, okay, Facebook, just don't take my page down because that's where my people and me are. Like, no, don't do that. So I literally took a picture and I sent a picture of my driver's license on this link. And as soon as I did that, the front and the back, by the way, so they got the barcode and everything. Ugh, I was sick, sick, sick to my stomach, sick to my stomach. 
So after I did that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go check my page to make sure that it's looking okay. Everything's fine. And I go to my Facebook page because I'm thinking, what is it going to say? Is it going to say like, violation, Dr. Rhonda Nelson, you know, she's a horrible person. I don't know what's going to say. It says page down. I don't know. So I'm curious. So I go to my Facebook page. It was perfectly fine. Not a thing wrong. No warnings, no alerts, no like messages that said warning and danger. You know, this is like, you know, strike one. None of that. It was fine. And it was at that moment that I knew that I had been taken advantage of. I was so mad at myself. I was like, you know, then the negative self-talk comes in, right? And I'm usually pretty good about that. But, oh, man, I beat myself up for days over that one. How could you be so stupid? How could you blah, 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 blah. And I finally had to say, okay, look, this isn't serving anyone. I need to just shake it off, move on, and then I'm going to make a podcast about it so y'all don't have that happen. And one of the Clinical Business Academy members actually had this happen too. But she did a better job because she didn't click the link. I, her fearless leader, did click the link. Good grief. But she emailed or posted in our private Facebook group. She said, I got a message that they've shut my page down, but it doesn't look bad, but I don't know. And what do I do? I'm like, oh, it's just spam. Just ignore it. But then I didn't do it because I just was early Monday morning and it caught me off guard. So here you go. This is what you do. If you get those messages, and I think I've probably had probably three or four since then. But if you get those messages, what I want you to do first is, Go check your page, right? Whether it's your personal profile or your business page, but go check it first. Don't believe everything you see. And I'm getting them on Instagram as well. So these people are like, what do you do? Just sit home in your mother's basement and think about creepy ways to take advantage of people? I don't get it. I just don't even get it. But oh well, that's what happened. So Here's how you do this. If you get a message and it doesn't look right, smell right, seem right, you're thinking something's not right, and you have a way to verify it, meaning you have a way to be able to go to your Facebook page or your Instagram page or whatever and check it. Do that first. Don't just click the link. I gave my driver's license away. So now I'm like checking my credit all the time to make sure that I don't have some new account open in my name or something like that. Like what a hassle. So anyway, those are kind of the two entry points. It's pretty easy to spot as well in the mail. And this is the third thing that I want to tell you. So number one, I taught you how to look for your emails, right? What to look for. Look for that from email. Number two on Facebook, go verify it. Don't believe what you get messaged to you. Number three is in the paper mail. I just had this happen a couple weeks ago and I got a pink piece of paper. Well, you know, anything that shows up in the mail that's on a pink piece of paper, I'm like, oh crap, what did I miss? Like what bill is due that I didn't pay or some tax or something or other, I don't know. And so I thought, oh my gosh, what happened? So open it up and it said your registration for such and such domain. I think it was my domain or another one. I own about 20 of them. And it said, your registration is up for the domain. You need to pay this amount. And my very first response was like, oh, maybe I missed this. And then I started looking at it a little closer. And it wasn't from GoDaddy. And it wasn't from register.com. And the normal places where you would, you know, host a domain. It was from a third party. And they go harvest all that information because it's public information. Unless you have your domain set to private. But it's public information. 
and they go scrape all that data and then they just send me an email or I mean a physical paper mail. And if I wasn't paying attention, I would think, oh my gosh, I don't wanna lose my domain. This is too important. My website domain, I need to pay this. I've also had it for trademarks. So I've submitted several trademarks and I've had the same thing where they'll scrape that data and then they send me a letter on a pink or a yellow piece of paper, never white. And they'll, you know, make it sound like I owe them money or I have to pay them a filing fee or a some fee to keep it registration going. They are so crafty. So listen, end of the story is <laughs> don't do what I do for sure, but keep your eyes open. Don't fall for their stuff because I sure did. I think this is the first time in my whole life that I've ever been suckered like that. I mean, I was like the fish. I swallowed the hook all the way down. It was lodged in there. I was giving them my driver's license. Like if they'd asked for my social security number, I'd probably given that too because I was so afraid and I was not coherent. It was a Monday morning. Anyway, so that's all I got for you today. That's it. It was kind of a fun podcast, but it happened. It was real life. And I feel like it's so valuable for me to just have honest conversation with you, honest about running a business, you know, having a practice, serving patients, working with hard patients. Like, you know, how do you deal with people that are complainers? I just had one, you know, probably a month or so ago. And, you know, I had to fire him. I just had to say, I don't think I'm your right flavor of taco sauce. Like, I didn't really say that, but you know, that's what I'm thinking. I'm not your person, but this is the real life stuff. This is what it takes to serve people, to work in a business, to, you know, get scammed. And there's a lot on our plates. And I hope that by my being super honest with you, I really do. I'm kind of an open book. Like if you ask me, I'll tell you. And I've made my own fair share of mistakes, but I just want to keep you, prevent you from having to make those same mistakes and help you grow the practice of your dreams. That's what I want. I believe in your dream. I believe in your dream of having a practice, growing that practice, serving patients and transforming their lives. I believe in you. And that's why I'm here every single week. So with that, don't get taken advantage of this week. <laughs> don't click the links. And I'll see you back on the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast next week. Mm -hmm.